What's up, poor fam? You know what time it is. And today we got Bill Von Bagel. Let's, Let's get, get into this. this. All right. What's up, everybody? What's, What's up, up, Bill? I'm doing very well. Let's call this part two. Yes. Part Even two. though part, part one, one, I was going to say part one is the hidden episode. Yes. This is the one for ready yeah. for TV. This is the golden episode. One you guys get to see. The other one is uh, in the clouds. <laughs> somewhere. Oh, no, it's somewhere. All right. So, uh, for those of you who don't know, Bill was on the show, technically. <laughs> and, and recorded a fantastic episode that my dumb ass deleted. Uh, so nobody got to see that but us. But hey, we had a hell of a time. Oh, yeah. It was good well, time. We're going to do the same thing, blow by blow, just like we did the last one. Do you remember everything you did? <laughs> my, my memory is like this, so it's going to be brand new. Nice, nice. So, All right. Bill... Why don't you uh, introduce yourself to our people and let them know who you are and about your podcast and whatnot. Well, it's an absolute honor to be on the Horror Chronicles. I've been watching you guys for a while, and I reached out to Gerald, and we kind of hit it off. We have a love of music. We have a love of horror. We have a love of ghosts and scary shit. So I thought, oh, yeah. let's get her going. And Ryan, yeah. you seem to be right on the ball, so we're on the same wavelength. My name is Bill Van Vagel. I'm on two podcasts currently as a co-host. Neither of them, which I have to edit, so I'm very happy about that. Nice. <laughs> uh, the first I'm on is the long-running Land of the Creeps that's been going since 2012 uh, with the wonderful Greg Morgan, Greg Amortis, and Dr. Shock Dave Becker. Uh, we're very interactive. We deep dive into horror movies. Uh, our episodes, I'm warning you right now, are four to six hours long. So if you have a shift at work, we have a couple listeners that are custodians that put it on when they work and by the time it's done, they're at least on half their shift. Yeah. It's a really good, it's interactive. We take phone calls. We do lots of jokes. Nothing's too serious. We would love to have you on. The other one I'm on is called The Phantom Galaxy with my good friend Nathan Bartlebaugh. Uh, it's horror and sci-fi fantasy action. We do movies. We do books. We do music. We do a whole bunch of, we just started one with animation. So it kind of goes nice. a little bit out of the box. So people that kind of like their sci-fi-ish side of them, that's probably your outlet. If you're more hardcore horror, you're going to go to Land of the Creeps. But there is lots of horror in Phantom Galaxy because I make sure that there is. Right, <laughs> right. Hell yeah. yeah. Awesome, man. You got, you are uh, quite the busy fella taking on uh, two podcasts at the same time. And I'm an elementary school teacher in Ontario, and we're under a lockdown. So I'm teaching virtually, right. and, I have a, and I have a five-year-old. So, <laughs> and all those kids are on the show right now. Yeah. <laughs> so well, we're going to learn some stuff today. <laughs> so if I get five hours sleep a night, I'm damn happy. Wow. wow. I feel you on that, man. <laughs> Shoot. I oh, got yeah. a seven-year-old and a freaking four-year-old. And oh. full-time. Yeah. And a full-time job working at a delivery place. So we're busy as hell. So we're, we're, we're breathing on fumes, but tonight I actually think I got six hours sleep. So to me, that's like winning the lottery. Hell nice. Yeah. He's going to be doing cartwheels here in a minute. Woo! <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. No. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm cheering for my boys. Nice. Nice. There Green Bay go. fan. Big Green Bay fan. Green Bay fan. Yeah. So, yeah, the guys. did pretty good last week. Yeah. Rogers looked good. I think it's time for a Tom Brady carving. 
There you go. There you go. <laughs> Is that who they're taking on this week? Yeah, they're taking on Tampa Bay. Nice. Is that tonight or tomorrow? Uh, that's tomorrow. So by tomorrow. the time this is aired, either I look really smart or really stupid. One of the- <laughs> <laughs> well, good news for you. We always look stupid when we air these. So. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, but anyways, guys. So yeah, we wanted to get Bill on. Um, you'll also notice, um, if you're not false on Facebook, you better get over there and follow us on our Facebook page, guys. But um, he comes on the uh, page and we uh, – kind of co-promote you know we like to do that kind of stuff and get every, the whole crowd together our horror fam their followers and listeners and just get everyone together um because why the fuck not you know um and uh, because we're one big happy family he also kind of jumps in on our on our live shows too sometimes every now and again um so uh yeah, it's going to be a good time. We're going to talk about some creepy shit, some movies. And there's, and like, a, th- there's a really good chance you two are going to be on an upcoming Phantom Galaxy. Nice. Nice. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, we're going to make that happen for sure. For sure. Because I just got a message from Nathan. And, boys, you're going to be on our Halloween episode. On your and Halloween inter- episode? Wait a minute. Or, no, sorry, Halloween. Valentine's Day. Well, Valentine's that's scary, Day. too. So That's scary, too. <laughs> And and Nathan said what that means is anything that's you could want, say, on a blind date or a date night with the wife, what would you want to do on that night? Or something that would scare the heck out of you and, you know, make you want to become romantic afterwards? Who knows? Yeah. It's kind of Bundy whatever it is. <laughs> You want if cannibalism gets your wood going all for you. Oh, <laughs> I don't do, know about cannibalism, but you guys do video for that. There have been some audio? women in horror that have gotten my uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Um. No, we're just we're strictly audio. Sweet. So I'm going to be dressed up like Cupid, so no one's going to know that. But uh, <laughs> he's going to be dressed up like stupid. <laughs> right, now I'm going to wear nothing but a thong. Oh, my little Lord. tiny wings. I got to sit next to those bears. Little tiny wings. <laughs> That's not all. Yeah, or it could be, or it could be a horror movie based with love in the theme. Oh yeah, there's there's actually oh. some really good ones. Um, there's actually some good. Uh, you know what? I got some ideas too on that one. We'll we'll talk about it later. That so won't spoil the show. My yeah, sure. I was gonna say my people, which is Nathan. We'll talk to your people, which is whomever. Yeah. Yeah. No one important yeah. over here. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We're all that's fucking. True. They're letting the loonies run the bin over here. <laughs> but as I was saying. I, as I was saying in the last episode, the great thing I love about you guys, about us, about the various horror podcasts, everybody's in the same mind, mind thought. Everybody yeah. is in for the love of horror, right? Yeah. Yeah. There are very few, there are very few assholes. Everybody's there together. If you're our dick, well, there's, the there's Ryan, you. but you know, well, <laughs> but in terms of sharing content, in terms of everybody being together, yeah. you know what? The more the merrier. Like, oh yeah, this, for sure. All this, sure. I won't let people who like a certain type of, you know, I got no time for that. You know, oh, that well, and it's, it, it's like you told us the last time, you know, you're more of like, a, 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 you know, a video file. I mean, you're a, you are a movie guy and, you know, I really, it really impressed me what you said one, uh, the last time we were on about how, you know, this movie doesn't have to, this movie does isn't any better than that movie. It all depends on what you like. You're talking about guilty pleasures. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I was talking about yeah, my guilty pleasures. There's, there's no such thing as a guilty pleasure. You like it, you like it, you don't, you don't. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, like, I, I'm the type of guy that I could get anything from a dark fairy tale to torture porn and anything in between. Yeah. yeah. I may not like it, but I'll give it a shot. 
Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. And we, so, you know, we talked about it. We, and we won't talk about it too much because it gets talked about a lot on a lot of different podcasts. People probably tired of hearing it, but like, it's like, you know, hereditary and Midsummer. A lot of people have, they like the mental fuck movies. Some people don't, they're not really for me. Um, you know, when I watch horror, I've dated some girls. That when, <laughs> oh, when I, when I watch horror movies or scary movies, I like for them to fucking take me away from everything. Yeah. You know, um, I don't want to think too much. I know it sounds I, stupid, know, but I was going to say that there are times when you watch a movie where you don't want to think, you just want to see somebody kill somebody. Yeah. You know, you because know? the one thing Nathan and I were discussing is this year, there seems to me an abundance of either slow burn horror mm-hmm. or, or horrors with double layered meanings. Yeah. Oh yeah. And yeah. they have their place, but yeah, sometimes you just want to see blood splatter. Yeah. 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 Sometimes, sometimes you, you want to see Jason whack a chick up yep. against a freaking tree with a sleeping or, or sometimes you, know? you just want a, a haunted house movie. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. and it, a haunted house means haunted house. Yeah. yeah. It's not a metaphor for aging. I just oh, yeah, want to see yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, well, exactly. Exactly. Well, in like some of the haunted house movies, you get to the end of the movie and you find out that the dad was molesting the daughter and that's what it was all about. And you're like, what the fuck did I just watch? Yeah, I don't Come know. <laughs> you ruined the whole fucking movie for me. Like, I, I, remember, I remember when I watched Babadook. And, uh-huh. and I watched it all the way through and I'm like, you know, a, a lot of people love the movie. It, it wasn't necessarily for me. I'd, it was well shot and all that. But then at the end, I realized it was a, a metaphor for women who are beaten. And, and I'm like, where is that coming from? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Where, uh, I didn't get that out of there. You know? No. Yeah. Yeah. All I got was that annoying fucking kid. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. you know, uh, you listened to our last episode, right? Um, yeah. 20. So we, we talked about on there. I want to get your kind of point of view on it. We talked about the news about the new conjuring three, what it's going to be about. Yep. I, I th- go ahead. Go ahead. You know what? I was just going to say, I will give it, I, I'm going in basically with an empty slate. Mm-hmm. I'll give it a shot. Yes. hundred percent. I'm going to watch it. And, and if it's good, it's good. If it's not, it's not, who knows? I mean, I, I heard what you talked about it and it's about an actual court case documentation. Yeah. So, it could have some quality to it because it's got a foot in reality. It really did happen. Yeah. yeah. But it, it, all dep- it all depends on how it's shown on screen. Uh, wh- oh, God, I just drew a blank. The, well, movie, the movie with Jennifer Carpenter, uh, was that The Last Exorcism? Is that what I'm thinking of? Oh, the court case the one? The court case one? Yeah, something that? like that. I think it was The Last Exorcism is what it was called, you know. That movie went in a completely different direction than what I wanted that movie to go in. But when you get to the end of the movie, it was satisfying. Yeah. You know, because you've sat through the whole court drama. And I'm not a court drama kind of – some some of the movies are okay. Um, I do got to say I watch Perry Mason a lot. But, uh, you know, that's one – you know, I don't know. That, that movie, it uh, – I think – I feel like that's where the – this new I think the reason why we feel that way, well, us anyway, everyone has their own opinions. Like we said, it's, everyone's cool. You're going to have your own. You want, you want, you want to watch, you want to watch. Everybody's got their own opinions. It's just like buttholes and most of them stink. Yes. No, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I think the reason why we feel that way about that one is because in our heads, the conjuring series and universe so far has been really fucking good, really creepy, you know, and then they go, into more of a, you know, like you said, a court case type thing. And it's to be honest with you, I mean, 
I kind of can already tell the way they're going to go with it for it to be horror. But um, it's just like there's not a really a whole lot of – it's not like he was a serial killer. The guy just killed one person. Right. And he said the devil made him do it. I mean, shit, there's a ton of motherfuckers who've done that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now, but granted, I mean, the, the counterpoint is I remember number two, and it got a little bit on the fantastic side. Right, yes. right. Yeah. That yes. was so the, maybe uh, the if they're reeling it back 80 degrees or 90 degrees, right. and maybe yeah. it becomes a tight, cohesive. Who knows? I mean, right. everyone's to its right. own, right? Yeah. You know, when I first read the short synopsis for that, uh, without seeing any kind of, you know, preview for it or anything when i first read the first synopsis for that i almost did a freaking backflip because on the synopsis they talk about a uh, a killer claims that he was possessed when he created these murders and the first thing that popped into my head was the the defeo murders in amityville horror and i thought for sure okay, they're going to tell that side of the story now because Ed and Lorraine Warren were a big part of that after it happened. Um, basically, they went into the house about two months after DeFeo was convicted and went in, or I, I'm sorry, they went in the house about two months after the Lutz family left there screaming to do an investigation. So when I read through that synopsis, I thought, oh my God, they're going to do the Amityville Horror, which is a big story for them. Why they went in this direction is beyond me. Yeah, that's the way I look you at know. it. But everybody has their own opinions on things. You know? Oh, who knows? You know what? I'll just let it play out because I, I remember enjoying the first one. The second one I thought was great started, but I thought the end it got a little yeah, kind of jumped off the I cliff agree. a little bit. Yeah. So I don't know what to expect. Like generally, paranormal isn't necessarily my bag, only because. There's a lot of shit ones before you get to the good ones. Yeah. There's a lot true. of bad paranormal. You know, somebody throws it together for 50 grand and they got themselves a ghost story, you know? Yeah. Well, and you know, that's Absolutely. what's crazy. Well, that's the whole thing with paranormal activity. That first movie, they made, what was it, less than a million dollars that they made it? I, yeah, something like and that. And they have very, very fucking, low budget. It grossed, I mean, hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars. They fucking, yeah. they made bank on that. But... My thing with that is, is like we always talk about, you know, everyone has their own views on things. Sometimes you want to watch a, you know, like last night I was like, I watched uh, Halloween 4, Return of Michael Myers. I watched that last night. I was like, you know what? I want to watch a Michael Myers movie. I haven't seen, which one I haven't seen in a long time. So I turned it on. Sometimes you want to watch that. Sometimes you want to watch a paranormal movie. It just depends on your mindset, I guess. I, uh. Yep. Last yeah. night I watched. Last night I watched the Wretched. Have you seen the Wretched? Yes. Yep. I yes. actually I wrote down a list of movies, and that was one of the movies I was going to bring up. Number yep. one, as a matter of fact. <laughs> That's a first, oh no! Sorry, we're on the second page. Ah. Yeah. Uh, the Wretched was an interesting movie. I mean, it, it was. It was interesting. I'll, I'll, get, I'll grant you that. Absolutely. Um, I didn't write I gave a it, lot of info about it. It was just one of those movies that popped into my head as I was scribbling stuff down, you know, and I was like, oh. Yeah, I, um, I, I like it. I, I thought it could have delved a little deeper into the mythology of what happened. Right. I, you you kind of, I don't need to be spoon-fed, but I, I just think that was an area that kind of overlooked that could have gone a little bit more into. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, they could have gave us a little more information on where this thing was coming from and why her. Yep. And isn't that know. weird though? How like uh, some movies you want more info on, some movies you don't. Yeah, 
Like Halloween. Halloween. Know? Halloween's one of those to... movies that the more you know, the less mysterious it becomes and the less creepy it becomes. Well, have yeah. you have you seen the movie last year called Hagazusa? No. Hagazusa. Hagazusa was two and a half hours slow burn, and at the end, it didn't even pay off. And I'm like, fuck, I'm two and a half hours into this thing. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's how I felt about Hereditary. Yeah, um, yeah, me too. But, but yeah, you know, yeah. no, Hereditary is not a bad movie. The second time I watched it, I, I understood where it was going. You know, well, Hereditary is um, kind of a mind fuck movie. I mean, take a couple mushrooms and watch it. Yeah, yeah. It, the last twenty minutes is not for everybody, and to be honest, no. I kind of just whatever. But that that not to be a spoiler, but there's a scene involving a pole. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's been turned no, to a meme. I thought was well done. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I had to sit and ponder that movie for a second. But, uh, yeah. So uh, before we get all all deep into this, we're gonna ask okay. you, what's your favorite sure. movie? What's your favorite horror movie? My favorite. I'm gonna give you my top three so, as we are right now. Tomorrow could be something else. But yeah. my top three pretty much are Texas Chainsaw, Toby Hooper's 1974 classic film. Nice. Number two would be Jaws. Oh, yeah. Uh, and number three would be, you could argue sci-fi horror. To me, it's all the same. It's Invasion of the Body Snatchers, 1978. Oh, yeah. Uh, love that Donald Sutherland? Yeah. Yeah. Love that film. Absolutely. Great. Uh, you know, and that was a fantastic. A lot of people don't know that was actually a remake from a 1950. Yeah. 55, 56. 55 is what I was Kevin thinking. McCarthy. Yeah, yeah. And, and that um, was a good film, but that one was all about the body snatchers uh, are a code for Russians. Right. They're gotcha. coming. Whereas 79, get a little bit more, you know, there's a lot more social implications that were going on in 78, mm-hmm. 79. Yeah, so. see, um, and that's, you know, I like how horror movies pay homage to other horror movies, you know, and the ones like, uh, like uh, um, The Faculty. Mm-hmm. I love that movie. It's one of my favorites. You know, it's definitely on my top list. Uh, but it pays homage to Invasion of the Body Snatchers. You know, well, it, and uh, the faculty also pays homage to uh, the thing. Yes. yes. Yeah. 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 You know? The whole yeah. scene about the blood and all that. That's a. Yep. Yeah. You, it's you talk about a movie paying homage to other movies. Scream. Oh, 100%. I mean, oh, that's a, yeah. that whole series is just I one throwback underrated. to another, you know. I feel it's really under the first two, especially the first two, they're very underrated movies. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. uh, what's the, uh, the screen pays homage to the one with Carol Kane, with the babysitter, where there's the phone call in the house. Oh, uh, is that a... Oh, uh, don't answer. No, don't answer calls, the, when a stranger calls. That's when a stranger calls. A, that's yeah, that's the whole a, Drew Barrymore. That's what that yeah. is. Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, and you mentioned Toby Hooper a while ago. Toby Hooper did one of my favorite films, and that was Poltergeist. <clears throat> oh, see, I thought you I thought you were going to say Eaten Alive. Eaten Alive. <laughs> I love that film. I yeah, love Eaten yeah. Alive. Yeah. But Poltergeist, yeah. I mean, that's a... Eaten I Alive. Think, oh, what? No, no, no. I'm, I think I'm thinking of something else where they had the lawnmower and they were. No, Eaten Alive was the one where the guy owns a hotel in Backwater, Florida, and it's beside a swamp. Oh, shit. And he's a, the, uh, the owner is nutso, 
and then when he kills people, he throws them to the side of the of the motel, and then the gator gets them. The gator gets them. Kind of gets rid nice. of the evidence. Oh, there you go. Like it's a really good, good, a good idea. It's like hogs out here. It's like Ryan's hog farm. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we don't care. We'll fuck with anybody. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, uh, eating alive. I need to check that out. I don't. You've never seen it? Oh, you're gonna love it. I've seen that. You're gonna I love mean, that film. It's it's really good. It's a little it's a little slimy. The 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 the, the oh, I like slimy. The, and like the uh, lighting is a little dark and it's kind of got that. Uh, and I'm not trying to offend anybody Southern, but it's kind of got that Southern stereotype ish. Yeah. Backwoods, rednecky. Hillbilly. Florida. Yeah. You're going to, you're going to love it. it it's, yeah. See, and that's the thing. Yeah. And that's one of the movies we talk, you talk about that kind of horror, uh, wrong turns. Got, they've got a new wrong Ooh. turn coming out yeah. yes. this year. I, I interviewed a while back, Damien Maffei and Damien Maffei is in, in that film he said he's just one of kind of the i guess there's the main guy and then there's a crew of them okay and he's one of the crew of them i nice. always you know like i hate that term guilty pleasure I like, but that's one of those ones that you you're, you don't say so loudly you enjoy right. but i like them you know right. oh yeah, yeah. yeah. i mean you guys know i've told well they haven't heard our last conversation but you know buffy the vampire slayer the original yep yeah. It's one of my favorite Old movies. Christy ever. Swanson. You know what I mean? Um, Luke Perry. But Donald Sutherland. Donald Sutherland. Donald Sutherland. See, my yeah. thing, though, for me. Um, Paul Rubin's death scene is the yeah. best in that. <laughs> well, this was cool about, every, about, you know, why we watch certain things. Yeah. You know, yeah. for me, I love watching movies that are nostalgic to me, that bring me back to my childhood. Childhood, they take me away from the stupid bullshit of the world. That's why I like watching certain movies, and that's why some movies are my favorites, even though you wouldn't think so. Yeah, because yeah. it just they they take me away to a fucking different place, and I don't have to worry about no bullshit, you know. Right, right. And I'm the be- same way with um, Microwave Massacre. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I saw that when I was way too young, and I shouldn't have. And <laughs> I, I'm, I'm that way with Slumber Party Massacre. Yeah. Yes, and yeah. that's like with me, you know, it's like a night of the or night of the demons. Um, that movie was one of the first ones I seen. Yeah. And I probably shouldn't have watched it at the age that I was watching that. <laughs> but I honestly, to be honest with you, we just watched that movie not too long ago, and it still holds up. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's a movie it's a that fun, actually, it's a fun movie. It is. it is. It is. You know, um, it still holds up, and uh, I love the the. We talked about this before, and we'll probably talk about it on here since we didn't get it out there. But um, you know, horror themes, music. You know what I'm saying? Um, that intro that to that is 100 yeah. 80s. You know, freaking. If you go to if you go to Land of the Creeps about a year ago, we did an all horror musical episode. Sweet, nice. And and our 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 guest, our, our co-host Dave Becker, wonderful guy. You guys got to listen to Dave. He sang uh, the one from. Um, Oh, uh, uh, the one where he's uh, the dentist the, with the plant. Oh, oh Little Shop of Horrors. Little Shop of Horrors. Oh, no, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we all went down our top four or five, and everybody had Phantom of the Paradise and uh, Rocky Horror, and there's three or four of them, and then you can kind of deep dive. No. Ryan hates hot Rocky Horror. I, I'm not you know, a huge. I'm not a huge fan. I can appreciate it, but I will see it once every ten years. Right, right. See, and that's me, how I am. It's not one of those movies I have to watch. And usually, if I do watch it, I don't watch the whole thing. There's just bits and pieces of it that I love. 
you know, that, that whole Tim Curry and the Sweet Transvestite song, I mean, you know, the Time Warp song, I mean, all of those, uh, those scenes are just iconic. Yeah, you see, know? I'm just such, I'm sorry, I'm, gonna, I'm just a fucking, when it comes to certain shit, I'm just like, I, I, it's just not for me. You guys can do what you're going to do. Freaking meatloaf in the cooler. It's just not for me, you know what I mean? And is, is this going to lead to the talk of Uncle Peckerhead? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh you know, Uncle Peckerhead, it was funny. When I first saw the 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 uh movie cover for that pop up, I was like, Oh god. All right, I'll check it out. And man, I fell in love with that movie because it was right up my alley. Uh, you know, I'm a music guy. I've played in bands all my life. And you know, that movie is all about, you know. Uh, a band trying to get started and hooking up with the wrong people and, you know, just one thing after another. And I, I honestly, I love that movie all the way to the end. It was a fun so ride. Much fun. But the thing it with was. Uncle Peckerhead, it's almost like a comedy drama until the scenes of horror. Right. Like there's a right. Between, and then something happens and then something horrific and then, da, 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 and then something horrific. And yeah. It's almost like you could, you could chop it up into three half an hour parts, you know? Yeah, it'd be so hard for me to be able to pick, you know, a favorite soundtrack or a favorite, you know. Oh, yeah. That's there's just so, that's the thing about horror. We talked about this before, but we're just going to, I don't know, I'm going to quit talking about that. But anyways, we, the, the, the music is what brings you in. So like for me, you know, we talked about it, Phantasm, one of my all-time top one or two, period. Um, and their theme song. As soon as I hear that music, man, yeah, this brings me in mm-hmm. into different time. Um, same thing with like, uh, oh shoot, I don't know, um, Nightmare on Elm Streets. Mm. You know, Halloween. It, it, Halloween I mean, that, by that song's far. Iconic. You know, that's. I mean, that's everywhere. You talk about music and movie. Uh, it still to this day blows my mind that one band could create an entire soundtrack for a film. And although the film is cheesy, hey, it, the music makes that film tread, worth watching. Tread lightly. And we're talking about <laughs> Maximum Overdrive. I love that. Who AC made DC. who? Who oh, made ACDC you? did the best soundtrack of anything. I mean, that movie is so good. I got eggs on. <laughs> probably 80% of the reason why that movie's so good is because of the music in it. Yeah. I was going to say, did, did Emilio Estevez do that before or after Young Guns? I think that was right around the same. It was about the same, same time. The same time. A few years difference the there, either way. Uh, yeah. I love Emilio Estevez. He's one of my Emilio! favorites. Emilio! Emilio! Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, um, but uh, I mean, Stephen, Stephen King was high as a kite. Yeah. And, and, was, dude, and we we talk about it all the time. We quote it all the time. <laughs> hey, honey, this machine just called me an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> honey, just, get over here. This machine just called me an asshole. Yeah, I love I love that movie. Uh, like I, I'm I, for some reason, man. When it comes to horror and things like that, I love the the battle between good and evil. The battle between oh, yeah. that Absolutely. hunt. Um, just, you know, I like seeing, seeing that war wage, you know, uh, those are big for me. Yeah. That's why I like slasher movies. See, and for me, one of my favorite things is like at the end of a movie when the bad guy wins, 
Sometimes. And you don't see that very often. Sometimes. Yeah, every, every once in a while, it's satisfying to see it bleak. Yes. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Like, it's not just good-looking white girl with blonde hair walks away unscathed. Like, yeah. some once yeah. in a while, you yeah. need to have... Dude, one of my favorite fucking guilty pleasures. <laughs> Feast. 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 One, two, that's and three. That's the one in the bar. Yes. yes. And yeah. it has, yeah. like, a superhero uh, or the hero of the movie. Yeah. Life Spacey, pretty fucking good. And then, bam, he dies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I have not seen the sequels. Are the sequels good? They run they, back to back. Yeah, they're they're pretty good. They're I pretty mean, good. they're pretty good. They're we fun. did an episode on Feast, and uh, you know, we decided, oh, we're going to watch that movie before we record. And we watched that movie, and man, I had a blast watching I, that movie. It's a, one of those fun ass <laughs> movies that. <laughs> and so that night, after we got done recording, I went went in the house and watched the other two. Fucking, they're so they're good. They and they run literally back to they back. Do. They, they run. Do. Oh, do they? Through. So it's the same time frame. Yeah, they yeah. literally run yeah. straight through. Um, and they're just yeah. Fun. When when you go into the second movie, you see them leaving the bar and the car taking off. You know, they show you like the last five minutes of the first movie, going into if, the second. If if you like that one, I just recently saw from twenty twenty VFW. Have you seen VFW? I have uh, seen the uh, the cover on my little thing. I have not watched it. Yet. I have been wanting to watch that. My wife asked me about that the other day if I had watched it, and I told her no. I was waiting for you. Who's and the main she guy? Said, she said, "Why the hell are you waiting for me?" <laughs> <laughs> Who's the main guy because, in that? Well, uh, there's there's a it's an ensemble cast: Fred Williamson, William Sandler, yes. Martin Cove from yeah. Karate Kid. Yeah, uh, there's a whole that's, that's who it was. Yeah, there's a whole list of it, and what basically happens is. There's a girl that ends up, it's out of VFW where the veterans go and somebody slips in who has the bag of something that shouldn't be in there. And the people that want what's in there attack them from the VFW. So these are guys from Vietnam and one guy from the Korean war. Nice. So there are a minimum of 60 going up against these guys in their early to mid twenties. Sweet. And And they probably beat their asses too. You know, because I mean, they've been on the killing fields of yeah. Vietnam. You know, oh, that's yeah. awesome! I've, Absolutely, I've been seeing that scrolling down my list on my movie thing. I've been like, man, I've been. My problem is, is that I have two little kids who love scary movies too. So when I go to watch them, they're, oh, I want to watch it, and I'm like, I don't know if I can let you watch this yet. You're gonna have to let me check it out first. You know, yeah, let's watch Godzilla. Let's watch yes, because yeah. I've screwed go, up. Go Godzilla. Well, I screwed up with my first son <laughs> by letting him watch stuff that I don't know. I probably should have started him off with something a little different, but you know, it was stuff like you know, Conjuring and yeah. My my five year old loves Godzilla. She loves it. Yeah. yeah. See, my son, my my my, I I fixed it. I I backtracked on it. Didn't let him watch scary movies for a year, so he kind of got over it. And now they're watching Goosebumps and oh, yeah. things like yeah. that that scare them. And are you afraid of the dark and, and and things like that? You know which one isn't bad actually is the house with the clock in the walls. Yes, yes. yeah, Jack yeah. Black. That it's was actually a good, not bad. Yeah, yeah, that that actually was a talk, good. Talk about showing homage. There's lots of homages in that one yeah. without mm-hmm. being all the way over. Oh yeah, um, you know, and, uh, there's so many so many movies like that that you know it, it's weird now that we have all these different streaming services you know you've got these netflix originals which they're putting out some killer shit right now mm-hmm. 
um, Amazon originals and they're putting out some great movies, you know, um, it, it's really hard when you, when you go in and you start looking at, okay, what did 2020 offer me? You know, and then you've got Netflix original, Netflix original, Netflix original, Amazon Prime, you know, Netflix, Amazon, you know, well, and now, it's like, the one that you know, because the, all the theaters were closed. Well, the one that isn't available to us that you guys have, I'm in Canada, by the way, if people don't know. Yeah, I, we don't we don't get the Peacock TV. You guys. Okay. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. The Peacock one as well. And we don't I, I don't know if we have Hulu either. I can't watch that because it's got cock in the name. <laughs> uh, just got something about that. <laughs> I need to send you. Um, I need to send you a little gift to where you'll be able to watch whatever the hell you want to watch. <laughs> yeah. I got. Is it is it gray in a box? It's in a box, and uh, yeah, we'll talk about it later. I was gonna say talk <laughs> about talk about a box. I just watch a watched a film oh my called God. The Special. Yo, dude, I want to watch that. Oh, if you've ever seen the uh, Saturday Night Live skit, Dick in a Box. Yes, yes, yes. I'm a dick in a box. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But it doesn't. Funny, I saw you post that the other yeah. day, and I was like, "Dude, look at that cover! I gotta see that movie." The last twenty minutes does not end the way you think it's gonna start. Like there is, okay. there's a bit like it's got a lower budget. It's about for anybody listening or watching. It's about a guy whose wife he thinks is cheating. His buddy takes him out to a house of ill repute, uh, and say he said, "Go in and ask for the special," and everything <laughs> kind of happens from there. So I don't want to give too much more away. It's lower budgeted. So there's sometimes you got to just kind of go with it, but there's some uh, homages to David Cronenberg in this film. Mm. I'll leave it at that. Sweet. You'll have to check that one out. Yeah. There's a lot of, um, but you know, I've been slowly, but surely uh, trying to educate myself because I'm a huge horror fan. Of course. Um, I was, you know, deep into werewolves, vampires, um, and then slashers really got to me. Um, did you did know. you look up the beast must die? Did you end up looking that one up? I looked that one up. I can I I, I can watch it. Haven't watched it yet. Um, I also got uh, um, Rent a Pal. Oh yes, got it. And um, what was it? Oh, uh, Hunter Hunter Hunter. Hunter. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I got those on my little list. You know, to watch. it was funny. I was flipping through my through my fire stick today and I was looking and I was trying to think I was trying to find this movie that I had watched and I couldn't remember the name of it and you know I just kind of lost it but as I was going through I you know I started clicking on all these movies and like Hunter Hunter popped up Mm -hmm. I'm like oh I gotta save that and and you know so all of these movies I need to get to them I just I've had a lot going on there's an app Uh, I have on my phone which you guys should get called letterboxd okay L-E-T-T-E-R-B-O-X-D. And what it does is you can track every film you have watched. You can rate it. You can okay. follow other people. You can give oh, reviews. Cool. Because nice. I used to have a nice, beautiful spreadsheet on my computer on an Excel, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. My daughter was about three and learning to walk. Eh. And she walked on it and fried the hard drive. Oh. So everything I had on there was kaput. So now on your phone... I have this one here. It's uh, it's called Letterboxd on the top. Okay. And Letterboxd. Gotcha. Now, for people to see, it's Christopher Lee is on the back. Yes. Of the <laughs> <laughs> is that a horror of Dracula? Horror of Dracula. Yes. We talked yes. about this last time on the we Elf did. Man Show. My, 
my favorite vampire film is the horror of Dracula because Christopher Lee can make the women wet and the men get scared. Like he's yes, got that absolutely presence to him. Like you know, and I think for us, you know, you and I are the same age, so we kind of grew up in that Christopher Lee era of of vampire. You know, of him playing Dracula, and it was weird. We did a we did an episode not too long ago, and one of the things that I had led down was uh, Christopher Lee played Dracula on film more than anybody else in the history of Hollywood. Um, most people, when they think of Dracula, they think of Bella Lugosi. Bella, yeah. You know? Um, and you should. You should. Yeah. But uh, to me, Christopher Lee is the embodiment of Dracula, you know, because I grew up in the 70s watching all those, you know, Hammer films and, you know, all that stuff. Him and Peter Cushing did so many movies together. It was crazy. And you, you like the one. It was weird. He played Dracula like 17 times, I think, yeah. is what Well, it you like the one, what is it, 1972 AD? Is that yeah, 1972 AD. And it was funny. I brought that up the last time because I had just watched that a few days prior. Um, yeah. I had, it, it had popped up on TCM. And uh, that's one thing is TCM, and I should have brought it with me. It's, it's in the house. I just got a book from TCM called uh, Fright Favorites. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it yeah. goes all the way back to Nosferatu and goes all the way forward to Get Out. You know, and it talks about all the different, you know, the transition of horror through Hollywood. And there's some, there's some good stuff in there. But uh, Christopher Lee has always been one of my favorite Draculas. Now, there was another guy, Frank Langella. Yep. Uh, I don't... The movie escapes me. Uh, I, I just... Uh, the iconic scene for him was when he's crawling down the castle wall looking in the window, you know? Uh, but you know who also played a good Dracula? There was a... I, don't, I think it was BBC in the mid-'70s, Jack Palance played Dracula. Okay, I do I do remember that. And he did a he did a fairly reputable job as well. And if you know Jack Palance, he's very classic, he's very yeah. staid, he's not, oh, yeah. but he's got every once in a while the personality comes out. Right. And so Jack right. Palance did, I forget what it's called um, but it's it, from the mid 70s. It's a British production. I'm going to yeah. tell you, yeah. you know, speaking of Dracula, a movie that that was really good that surprised me was good was uh, Dracula Untold. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um I actually like that movie a lot. Yeah, uh, and who was that? That was uh, I can't remember the guy's name. He's been in a shit ton of movies. Um, I can't remember his name right now off the top of my head. But he, I, I thought he did a very, God, a pretty damn good crazy. job of it. Um, I like the uh, suit. I like the, I like the suit that they came up with. You know, Vlad's suit. Them look like muscles and shit. It was. Oh yeah, that was, was cool. It was fuck pretty wicked. Um, but I think he did a pretty damn good job at it. Um. See, for me, again, like I said, you guys were a different era than I was. You know, I still appreciate all that stuff. It just doesn't affect me as much as it does you because you guys grew up in that. That's what you see when you were. Yeah, Luke, Luke Evans. Evans yeah. That's who played him, yeah. <clears throat> um, that was what was coming up when you guys were, were kids. So that's what brings you back to your childhood. And that's why I think it's cool is being able to talk to people and find out what, you know, makes them – tick their horror movie tick yeah. or their what brings them back ryan have you seen nosferatu oh yes yes oh, okay. i actually have i have a i bought as fuck cool as shit i bought a um i go through walmart and i go through the five dollar bin you know because there's a lot of yeah, good the, deals there 
and I got a thing, uh, a movie has like eight movies, has all the original freaking Universal Monster movies on there. Nice. Um, but it also um, had some bonus movies and Nosferatu's on there. Um, oh, well, there's a couple other ones that are way back. They're black and white. I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. but uh, yeah, I, yeah. And I like yeah. it. I, I tell you what, I actually love the, you know, the long, long fingers and the, mm-hmm. you know, the, the classic look of Dracula, yeah. you know, of all that on there. You know? I wish I'd have brought that book out here with me because I have got the, uh, I don't know if you remember, but quite a few years ago, Universal released a bunch of box sets. So there's a box set of Dracula, Frankenstein, the Wolfman, the Invisible Man, um, and I think the creature from Black Lagoon. Um, but anyway, I've got the Dracula uh, box set, and it's got the original Dracula, and then it's also got the Spanish version of Dracula. And I have heard, I have never watched that, though, but I have heard the Spanish version of Dracula. It's its not the same movie. It was recorded in, in Spain, uh, different actors, different movie, but I have heard that it's better than the... The original well, it was Dracula. actually it was I haven't seen it, but it was actually shot on the same set as Dracula. Sweet. So it's literally the same set, just directed in a different manner with different actors. Right. Okay. So, okay. So what I was what I've been told is that it's shot amazingly, actually better, but the acting is not Bella. Right. Yeah. Right. So right. I, I I think they followed almost a very similar script. Yeah. Yeah, but well, it's kind of different to see the same one. But the, but obviously the uh, Universal guys, the English one got the nine to five time, right? And the Spanish guys were burning the midnight oil to do their version. Yeah. yeah. Do you know? I'm just going to throw some trivia out there. Do you know who their first choice for Dracula was? Yeah, it was Karloff, wasn't it? No. Was it, oh Lon Chaney? Lon Chaney. Lon Chaney. Lon Chaney. Um, and he had prior engagements and couldn't do it. He was under contract with, uh, oh, MGM or somebody. He was under contract with a different movie studio and they wouldn't allow him to do it. So they ended up getting Bella Lugosi, but the way they got him was he was actually doing the Broadway play of Dracula, mm. of Bram Stoker's Dracula. Um, and they liked the way he acted in the play. So they got him to come and do the movie. And the, the, the funny thing about Bella is that um, Bella was in a lot of great iconic roles, but he was in a lot of schlock. Yeah. He was in oh, a lot yeah. of po- yeah. those poverty row films and all that he was in, mm-hmm. but he always brought the same effort and the same oomph to every role he did, no matter how bad the film was. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. gave it, but it I think was- he had, I think he had a drug addiction. He had to pay for his drug addiction. <laughs> That's so, so well, you know, that's that's how you get greatness uh, as far as like be just always doing a hundred percent. You know, always going. Yeah, 100%. drugs always make you do a hundred percent. Yeah, look at Chris Farley. Come on, <laughs> I fucking love. No, Chris. we're just kidding. That's we're what the world. Kidding. That's what Say the no world's fucking missing. The world needs more Chris fucking Farley. Is what they yeah. need. But no, anyways, the world needs more horror. But anyways, uh, no, trust me, there's a lot of fucking horror. The world needs more <laughs> Bill Van Bagels. <laughs> but anyways, uh, I thought you were gonna say the world needs more horrors. Well, yes, maybe. Yeah. that too. Maybe, um, maybe. But, but uh, hey, that would go all, go uh, into the special. The special. <laughs> <laughs> Look, see how I went around there and sh- right, right back, back into it. So hey, let me ask you. I know that you don't want. You're not ready to do your top 
movie list of 2020? Only because I've got about three or four more to go. I'm going to be doing my uh, list by the end of this week. Okay. So I just, just kind of curious. Yeah. So far, if you can tell me, what was yep. your favorite movie of 2020 so far? Um, I don't want to give that away. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. No, don't no, give no. Away. Don't give it away. You're I'm not going to give my number one, but I will say in my top five is the Mortuary Collection. Yes. yes. Good movie. Really good Great movie. Great film. Great film. I, I really, really enjoyed that one. Clancy um, Brown played a fantastic part in that. He plays a great part in everything he does. I mean, but, yeah, I love yeah, Pet Cemetery too. Yeah. That was a great yeah. one. Yeah, that was a good one. I'm just flipping through my – through because every time I have to take notes because my memory is – oh, I know one uh, that I enjoyed. I don't know if it will be in top ten, but it was Freaky. Okay, I have not watched that yet. With Vince um, Vaughn. Yes, yes. What did you think of it? It's You know what? Talk about homages. It's an homage to the 80s slasher. It's got a little bit of scream in it. It's got a little bit of the teenage angst film in it. Okay. It's a, it's a lot of fun. Um, it's got a little bit of people kind of figuring out who they are in high school. You know, okay. you got that okay. kind of bent to it. Yeah, freaky. freaky. I'm about to yeah, watch, I'm about watch that tonight. Basically, it's what it is is it's a movie where the killer swaps bodies with a cheerleader. Gotcha. See, I love Vince Vaughn. And so Vince Vaughn becomes the cheerleader. I love, I love, <laughs> so, I love Vince Vaughn. Yeah, man. yeah, he is, he is. Uh, uh, it's one really of my cool. favorite fucking actors. And you know, it's crazy. Like I remember the first movie I seen him in that he was serious in was that movie Clay Pigeons. Yeah. Um, okay. And he played a serial, basically a killer, basically. Um, was one of the it's he's a great yeah. actor and uh i'm definitely gonna check that one out probably tonight actually it, that sounds like a good one it was funny you brought up the mortuary collection because i've got that all starred on my page because <laughs> uh, i really one, enjoyed that film there's another one for people like the the sci-fi end of horror uh like an aliens kind of one and it's mm -hmm. a russian film called mm -hmm. sputnik yeah i've seen the uh, okay i saw the the clip for that uh -huh. yeah, and it's it was, I found, quite strong. Okay. That cool. is worth watch. And I, I, I posted in our Land of the Creeps page. Everybody who's a Horror Chronicle is welcome to join. Just Yeah, go on nice. over there, guys. Check nice. them out for sure. It's, it's called Butt Boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You sent us that. And it was funny because I was like, oh, okay. So I, so I took a screenshot of that so I wouldn't forget it. Well, today... I was going through my fire stick, like I said, looking at 2020 movies, and that Butt Boy movie popped up, and I read the synopsis on it, and I was like, it was, it was straight up Stephen King. Hey, honey, come here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you see, know? he had another and, movie right next to it called Butt Boy. He had already yeah, watched. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I did. I did. <laughs> Talk about getting wood. Uh, um, but anyway, yeah. boom, boom. Um, yeah, the synopsis yeah. for that movie, I was like, uh, okay, Bill, why did you? <laughs> it's, 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 it's lower budgeted, but it's, it's an, I won't, it won't make my top 10 or anything, but it's an, right. it's an interesting watch. I'll just, I've yeah. never seen things with a guy's rectum do that. Oh, he has. Okay. <laughs> yeah, usually it's Ryan's. Um, okay, so it's. You know, back to our it, show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> butt Boy. So, Butt Boy, everybody, go yeah, out and check boy. that out. And another one that's an interesting watch is Becky. Becky. I that movie was fantastic. Um, Kevin James. 
Yeah, have you okay. watched that? Yet? I have not watched that. Dude, not a thing. I know, it's dude, good. that was really good. Kevin James, you know, he always plays a comedian. I like Kevin James. He is like super serious killer in this movie. Oh, sweet. I'm oh, it dude, it was it was fantastic. Yeah, the I, only the problem I, really I had with it, it is when you see that film, you think of Kevin James from his comedic roles with Adam Sandler, yeah. or you yes. think of a uh, uh, King of Queens or whatever. You know, yeah. right? For, to see him with a Nazi symbol on the back of his head, it takes a bit of a. Yeah, it, it takes a while to get used to. I mean, you're part of the way through the movie before you're like, okay, he's not going to crack any jokes. Yeah. <laughs> you know? um, yeah, that movie was just fantastic. And the way they portrayed that, I mean, that that is really uh, – uh, that really could be classified as a home invasion movie. Oh, cool. You know. See, so I'm going to flip it up a little bit here. Um, All right. Do you uh, like to go to Honda attractions and things like that? I, I will. I mean, I, I find it enjoyable. I don't find it scary. I want to see the right. effects. I want to see 100%. how they do it yeah. up. Yeah. I want to see, like, somebody, people get freaked out by someone touching my shoulder. Well, yeah. it's, just some, it's just some 18-year-old making eight, $8 an hour. I don't know. Well, I got to tell right. you, man, right. um, I got the opportunity to go to fucking Universal Studios Halloween Horror Nights. And I would love to. Dude, I've never yeah. done. I just went. All right, Bill, we're taking a road trip. <laughs> well, I'm telling you. Well, when, when the border allows to. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. I just went and, um, what was that, two years ago? No, last year. Last year, yeah. Last and, man, year. it was uh, the Universal Monsters anniversary. And they had a Universal Monsters uh, haunted house there. It was fucking awesome, dude. Yeah. I mean, of course, it's Universal Studios. So, right. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But what was cool is they had – they had like the whole Universal Studio set up, and Rob Zombie had his own um, scare zone. They call it, um, which was badass. Uh, Unlike his movies, yes, um. no, his, movies, <laughs> his movies are good when they're his movies. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, they had um, Zombieland Two. Scare which zone. I found, yeah. yeah, the first one was amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, but the the scare zone there was cool as shit. It was really cool set. They had zombies running around everywhere. Um, they had uh, he ran into Bill Murray. It was yeah, dude. It was so funny. <laughs> I was walking. I had my wife and um, some friends with us, and I was walking, and I seen this guy dressed up, looked just like Bill Murray, and I was like, Bill fucking Murray. And he turned around. And he goes. <laughs> i was like, fuck yeah, that's badass. But uh, and they had uh, Stranger Things. Oh, cool! Um, haunted Haunted House. They had, which I love, Stranger Things. By the way, I don't know if we we haven't talked did, about that. Have we we? Haven't. Did, did they did they still have the ET stuff up? No. Wait, yes, no? they do. Yeah, because oh, I, I rode I rode that Universal. ride. Yeah. I rode the yeah. the ET ride. It was pretty fucking cool. Uh, they had a uh, a bunch of different cool us. They had a bunch of different cool scenes up there. But what was cool about it is, is that um, at the beginning, you're lined up at the entrance. And when they count down to whenever the the horror, Halloween Horror Night starts, mm-hmm. it has count everything, and all of a sudden you are coming into as you're walking in, and you hear this ding, 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 and the buzzer goes off, and all of a sudden all these fucking 
zombies and monsters and everything yeah. are running at everybody in the crowd. It's freaking cool. It is fucking cool as shit, man. You would love you would love it. Well, I'm see, sure. they kind of do the same thing at Six Flags. So Six Flags, their uh, their fright fest, what they call it. So during the day, it, it all revolves around kids, and it's all Halloween related, you know, and kid friendly. Family friendly. Yeah. But as soon as the sun starts to go down, it at six o'clock they have a lot of people gather outside in front of what they call the palace, and they're doing like a uh, a music show, you know, and a dance, dance and all kinds of stuff, you know. And then all of a sudden, you start hearing these sirens going off that sound like the purge. And then you hear the train coming. Well, all the villains are on the train. As soon as the train docks, all these villains come down off the train. And we're talking hundreds and hundreds of villains. And they're running through the crowd, pushing people out of the way. They get to the stage, and they take over the show. And then the whole park goes dark. Yeah. did you ever see the Netflix uh, movie called Haunters? Yeah. Yes. Yes. But yes. yes. it goes behind the scenes and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty yeah. freaky. But uh. you, you, I'm telling you, do yourself a favor. You have to go to Halloween Horror Nights, man. If you get, you got to make it uh, out there because it was. Well, I remember, I remember going as a kid and they had the, the psycho exhibit up. Nice. Oh, and they showed you scene by scene how they did shot for shot psycho, the uh, shower scene. Yeah. yeah. See, that, this, oh yeah. It it was just kill, dude. It was so fucking cool, man. I want to um, go as a horror fan go, and horror yeah. fan. Like it was just fucking wicked, dude. The other I, reason I, I don't, I, I don't want to go because I'll go through five hundred bucks just in buying shit. Oh yeah, hundred oh, yeah. percent. But Easily. you know, it, it it's worth it, dude. I'm gonna tell you, as a horror fanatic and fan, I am so glad I did that. It's definitely worth it. If I could go every year just there, I would do it. It it was so awesome. Um, but I don't want to get off the uh, Stranger Things yet because we haven't really talked about that on the podcast. We haven't. We haven't. Um, ha- are you caught up on that? Have you watched all the? I have never seen Stranger Things. You have never watched any Man, of it. Right. You... Then we probably need to not. Yeah, we'll wait. But not dude, the end of that. You got to check know? that out too. You it, check it, it out. It's a very good series. Um, they've went through three seasons of it, and it just gets darker and darker and darker and darker as it goes. And the the thing of it is, is not that I don't think it's well done or anything. It's just because it's a formulaic show, you have to keep watching it. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, I would rather put that. Do. I would want, rather put that hour and a half into a movie. Right. Gotcha. Right. Gotcha. So then, but oh, yeah. I will get to it. I'll sit and binge. And going it all the way back again, flipping back to the devil made me do it. I heard you guys talk about you saw the Night Stalker. Oh, yeah. Ah, I did. I did. I uh, Did you watch that? Yeah, I, I watched the first two at one point and then took a couple days off and then watched the second two. Okay. Um, I have, you know, since I was at a young age, I've always been kind of fascinated with serial killers. And Richard Ramirez was always on the top of my list. Um, why, I don't know. He just always was. Um, when I went into that series, I was expecting something totally different. Um, and the series, as you know, was from the police department's point of view. Uh, so is it Gil Carrillo and Frank Solano? Solano, yeah. Solano? Yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love the way they did that, 
I really do. It, it was more like an investigation discovery thing. And what's cool about that is my wife's really big into investigation discovery. She watches it all the time. She's constantly watching these shows. I think what she's trying to do is figure out how to kill me and get rid of uh, my yeah, body. Yeah, it's all females. They but <laughs> anyway, so my wife was actually very interested in it too. But what what kind of what I thought is, is I thought we were going to get Richard Ramirez from the get-go all the way through all four episodes. And you really didn't get that. I mean, you did. You did. It was the chase, but it was all it was about the chase. the chase, you know? Yeah. And uh, it felt like an A&E show at times. Yeah, 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 absolutely. If you want to get a good breakdown of A that, little more grittier, though. I mean, they were actually showing police footage. If and, you want to get a good breakdown of the Night Stalker, I'm telling you, uh, check out, um, there's a podcast called Color Me Dead podcast. Mm, and yeah, they, they do, it's two, two women, and of course, two women, and they do true murder, real crime. Well, they were probably really true crime the Night Stalker. Yeah, exactly. Well, they did a great, great episode on the Night Stalker. They broke it down. So, they do really good at the breakdowns. Like, they do multi episodes like on uh Pee Wee Gaskin. I don't know if you ever heard him. He was a killer. Um yeah. dude, there's some great stuff on there. So See, I, I was going to say the reason I don't do a lot of it is cuz I don't like to put the serial killer on celebrity a status. Pedestal. Yeah, yeah. Like it's it's a despicable it's a despicable act. It should it never is. be glamorized. Absolutely. You Absolutely. should never I'm But if you if you're taking it from the POV of how did they get him and what mistakes did they make and how can we learn from that mistake? I'm mm -hmm. all for it. Yeah. Yeah. See, and for me, it's like, I agree with you. We should never put these guys up on a pedestal. And unfortunately that's what happens in our society yeah. today. Like when they showed all those women who were giving topless photos and, and flirting with them in like that just disgusts me. Yeah. Why? yeah, yeah. That fucking but, blows come my on mind. people. Come on. Blows my mind. But I wanted them to get more into his head, you know, yeah. and, and they just didn't do that, no. you know? No. And there were some things there, were, there was a certain aspect all right, let me back up here a little bit. Uh -huh. So last year, uh -huh. last year we did a fantastic episode on a place called the Cecil Hotel. Okay. What a lot of people don't know is while Richard Ramirez was committing these crimes, he was living in the Cecil Hotel. The Cecil Hotel is, there's a lot of paranormal activity there, and there was a lot of suicides and a lot of death inside that hotel. None of it had to do with the Ramirez. But at one time, there was, a, uh, there was a journalist, and I don't remember exactly what his name was, but he was from uh, Great Britain. He came over and decided he was going to live life like Richard Ramirez. He was fascinated with him. He ended up, he became a serial killer himself and was killing women, and him and Ramirez were not together by no means, but they were living in the same building at the same time. And I was really hoping that they would have gotten into some of that backstory because we went through the whole thing. And it was funny because when we were researching that and I ran across R Ramirez being in there, if you remember, I did this whole breakdown about Richard Ramirez and everything he had done and all that stuff. And, and we used to have a girl on here with us. Her name was Breezy. Uh, Ryan and Breezy were just sitting there looking at me like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, eh, you know, I mean. It, well, the, the one thing that, that freaked me out, I don't want to give any spoilers, but there's that one point where the dentist office, office comes into yes. play. Yeah. And how the fuck did they yeah. not, I, 
I'm not going to yeah. give any more. And how did they get there and not and be late, you know, for the and, party? And, and I mean, if it, for, it, because of wire mishaps, they missed them. Right. Yeah, Holy. You know, it's, it's crazy, yeah. dude. Yeah. There's a lot of things. You yeah, know, well, that's just like with um, Charles Manson. You know, he never really killed anyone. He had it ordered to. He orchestrated. Orchestrated. But here's the thing about him. He was arrested so many times and let yeah. go so yeah. many times. It's oh, all yeah. come out. Like it, it's it, it it blows my damn mind. What, what what I wanted this to lead to is on Netflix. If you guys like that kind of stuff, did you watch the one called The Ripper on Peter Sutcliffe? I have not. A- go on to Netflix. I even like that one better. Because really? if you know your if you know your serial killers, Peter Sutcliffe back in the seventies in England used to kill women over the head with a hammer. Yeah, oh. I've heard that story before. On the way home, and the odd time someone survived, and and it's I like it because that one is taken from the victim's POV. Okay, it's the, okay. It's the investigation from the victims. And what ended up happening is it showed at that point in England and probably in the States and Canada as well, there was no unified computer file system. Yeah. Right. So yeah, right. what happened in one chunk of London wasn't connecting with what happened on another chunk on the other side yeah. of London. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you got into a pissing contest over jurisdictional. There was no, like on the Peter Sutcliffe one, they literally had index cards. Like they used to have the library flip it around and anybody that was a suspect was on that. Yeah. What did they call that in Blues Brothers? It was like scats or something like that. Yeah, remember remember so- Aykroyd talking about that in Blues Brothers? <laughs> oh, they got I – I don't remember what it was called, though. But they had the yeah. new computer system. Well, you know, you know. Uh, speaking of uh, – speaking yeah, of- So any, anybody listening, check out The Ripper on Netflix. It's worth watching. Yeah, definitely. There you go. Speaking of um, point of views uh, and talking about The Conjuring, um, Angela – is it Andrea Perrin? Who was one of the daughters? The the actual daughters, she has a uh, like a six a six uh, movie deal or something like that to tell their side of what happened in the con of what actually happened. Um, she did a really good interview on another podcast I, that I was too called um, Real Ghost Stories Online. Oh, Tony Bruski. With Tony Bruski. Yeah. Um, he was on there, or she was on there, um, and she was talking about how you know what happened in real life was they lived in that house for 10 years after they didn't leave the house and she said that mainly what happened was her mom was the one that got attacked a lot and they didn't talk to um ed and lorraine they came ed and lorraine came to them and come to their door and her dad really hated them and this and that and blah blah well where uh, is the doll now the doll is is still in Ed and Lorraine's house, even though both of them have passed yeah. away. The daughter, I heard it got uh, stolen. The the daughter and the son in law uh, still own the house, and the son in law is the one that watches over the museum. I heard that the that the doll got stolen. That Annabelle got stolen. Did you hear that? I had not heard that. I heard something about. Could be. I, yeah. I heard yeah. something, but then and, again, and it's possible. But then again, that could just be them trying to stoke up more. You know. Mm-hmm clout out there get their name out there a little more but yeah i wanted to say the other night the other night i watched the updated version or the the 2020 version of castle freak oh yeah i've got that on my list too what did you think of that uh that's um 
it started well and then it kind of hit a cliff yeah yeah and then fell all, off, all yeah. i'll say is there's I a agree. few there's a few intimate scenes involving monsters yes yes that bedroom scene bedroom phenomenal there's, there's one and there's even another one towards the end of the film yes yes that's and you're like a, yeah, yeah, dude. There's. The, I actually enjoyed that film. I sure you did. <laughs> I, I, I like the original. I like the original, but I like what they did with the remake too. You know? I did. I, I mean, you could tell the writing was so so. Yeah. So yeah. so. I mean, you got your TNA and you got your practical effects. Right. I I just think it kind of fell off after a certain point. Yeah. Um. They had a lot of atmosphere in that movie, and yeah, it, that's kind of. You know, I thought the storyline with the girl being blind and him, you know, I was like, ah, you know, where, where are you going to go with this, you know? But yeah, they, they, he's talking about, <laughs> you're talking about uh, the monster scenes, the sex scenes and all that stuff. <laughs> uh, feast. You once you get to the, oh. the second and third one, dude, I, like it's so fucked up. It's bad. There's some it's scenes bad. in there where the, I mean, it's basically. Well, and, and, in, in Castle Freak, didn't the, the uh, freak's vagina look like it was about the size of a football? Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. That slit was bigger than I'd ever seen, boy. Right. <laughs> it's like, uh, what's that movie, Teeth? Oh, God. <laughs> God. Uh, talk, talk about bad film for a guy to watch. Well, and it's funny, another one. Have you seen the movie Porno? Yes. Okay. Yes, I, so I enjoyed that movie, but like I tell everybody, it's a dick ripping good time. <laughs> <laughs> but, the, the, uh, the sewing scene. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. Oh. So uh, okay, what's your what's your uh what's your favorite com horror comedy? Well, you can go to Tucker and Dale. Fuck yeah, I love that movie. Tucker and Dale's a good film. I mean, you could almost argue that the Day of the Deads and all that are horror comedies. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. To a point. But yeah, I think Tucker and Dale is probably, I mean, you could go Ghostbusters, but that's not a horror. Mm, yeah, it's not really horror. That's not really horror, but yeah. Uh, I'll, it's I'll, it's, I'll it's walking the line, but you know. Yeah, I'll, I'll go Tucker and Dale for now. Yeah, yeah. Tucker and Dale's a great one. Uh, Santa Slay is a fucking Santa great Slay one. is a great one. I'm gonna tell you right now, my favorite one. You know, and it's all up there with Ghostbusters. It's walking the line, and that's got to be Young Frankenstein. Yeah, I guess oh, it's a comedy. Frankenstein. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I got this brain. It's from an Abbey Normal. Yeah, <laughs> putting on the Ritz. Do do do. See, there's a. Uh, I just Let's, love that film. It's one of those fun films to watch. And uh, Jack Frost. My, what knockers. <laughs> Jack Frost. <laughs> Jack Frost was a good one, too. Yeah. Uh, he's There's got a the, lot of them out there that are, you know. But Tucker and Dale is, is fucking... Well, and I remember what we talking Dad. about this movie called Suck. Suck. Yeah, Suck, Suck is a good yeah. one. Bill was telling us about that the last time we had him on the line. And uh, I still have not watched all of that. I started to watch it before we talked the first time, and I never finished that movie. Another so, one, another one of that ilk. Well, not vampire, is Dead Snow. Oh, oh yes, Dead I've Snow is Snow. good. Yes. Have I've you seen, seen the Snow. second one? Yes, it's fine too. It's got watched this. All I'll say is there's the last five minutes. There's uh, zombie sex. 
Yeah. Nice. So talk about good sex and movies. All right. Uh, that leads us back to porno. So I was scrolling through Pornhub, or I'm sorry, not Pornhub. Uh, I was scrolling through my fire stick today. There's a new movie out. Well, I say new. It came out 2020. It's called Casting Couch Massacre. Oh, really? <laughs> and is I was intrigued. I was intrigued. Is there, is there, is there, uh, is there a scene about giving head? I, well, I don't know because I haven't watched it, but I read through the synopsis, and it is what you think it is. <laughs> two, guy, two guys have a casting couch, and they claim that they're, uh, you know. Agents? Uh, <laughs> they claim that they're uh, promoting for a new porno, and really? the killer has a, uh, a power drill with a rusty drill bit, and that's really all I know about the film. <laughs> and now I'm intrigued. I want to see it. I want to see it. Yeah. Casting Couch Massacre. The, the, other co- the other comedy one that wasn't mentioned is Reanimator. Reanimator. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yep. Reanimator is one of those movies where you can be watching that whole movie, and the only time anybody will walk in is when Barbara Cranston is getting hebbed from the dude <laughs> with the severed head. You know? <laughs> that is the only time. You know, it's like, that's when your wife will walk in. You know, is it that nude scene where, you know, they're, yeah. Hey, uh, yeah, yeah. We all. There's know. also, uh, I mean, you go back to the day that you and I can remember. Uh, uh, Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. Yes, that is probably one of my favorite Abbott and Costello movies. Uh, there was that one, and then here recently, I tried to watch Hold That Ghost. Hold That Ghost. I thought, oh my god, I remember that movie from when I was a kid, and it, it was not near as good as Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. No, but did they also had uh, uh, Wolfman, didn't he? Abbott and Costello meet the Wolfman. Yes. Yes. There's two or three of them, but I always think Frankenstein's was, the best of the bunch. What was cool about the Frankenstein one, though, is because everybody was in there. Um, Bella Lugosi played Dracula. Uh, Lon Chaney Jr. played the Wolfman. But there was a different Frankenstein. There was a different Frankenstein. He was played by Peter Strange in that movie. Yep. Um, because they couldn't get uh, uh, Bella to play that part. There's so many movies. <laughs> Uh, do you remember uh, Newcomb High? Newcomb oh, High. Class of Newcomb High. Trauma. Class of Newcomb yeah. High, man. Uh, what's the other one? Oh, fucking. Toxic Avenger. Toxic Avenger. There's, a, there's another one, one of my favorite fucking people ever. And he's in They Live, Roddy Piper. We've oh, talked yeah. about Roddy Piper. Uh, was it uh, Attack on Frogtown? Was I haven't that? seen yes, that. Yes, yes. I've on seen Frogtown that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With, yeah. Uh, Roddy Roddy Piper. Now you talk you talk about a great film. They live. Fuck, dude, that's one what, of my favorites. Period. That movie came out in a time, you know, that was during the Reagan era, you know, and and that movie came out at a time where subliminal messaging was big in the news, and that they were trying to get people to conform and unity and all this stuff, you know, and they just turned it on its ear. This it well, and, still like it's like a documentary basically, yeah. and that's got a great fight scene. In the yes, era. yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, dude. The, uh, the other com the other comedy horror that doesn't ever get talked about was 1963's The Comedy of Terrors, comedy with Boris okay. Karloff, Peter Lorre. Uh, let me see who else. Vincent Price was in it. Basil Rathbone was in it. Yeah, and, Vincent and, and Price Karloff is from and, my hometown. And, and by that point, Karloff was um, getting up there, and his his health was failing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, he had bad. I think bad back, bad knees. We so didn't move around a lot. Yeah. Okay, but he is—he plays a drunk, a kind of a, a dimwitted, and he's 
is hilarious. Okay. Comedy so, of okay, Terrors. Now, 19... now I'm starting to get a visual. I knew I had seen that movie at some point, um, but I couldn't really remember it until you talk about that. And wasn't there like Peter Lorre was, Oh God, he, they were, I remember they were in like a dungeon type setting. Yeah. I, I got it here. It says and, to, to earn money to support his drinking habit. Waldo becomes an undertaker and murders people with the help of his assistant. However, the duo gets into trouble when they try to kill their landlord, which was <laughs> Vincent price. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And okay. Lori, Lori's kind of the helper and yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's one of those uh, Samuel Zarkoff films where he was pumping him out every three right. months. Just go, go, go. Oh, yeah. You guys, those AIP. you guys cover books and stuff, too, right? Is that what you said? On, on, on Phantom, um, on Phantom Galaxy, Galaxy, we'll do, oh God, we'll do books. Yeah, you guys, you guys should definitely – we should hook you up with uh, D.A. Roberts. Um, oh, he's, cool. a, he's a local – he's a local around here. Um, he's from Springfield. Um, he's an author. He has some fucking awesome books that you write down your alley. Um, you guys will love. He's a, he's actually really good to have on. Um, he's been yeah. on our show a couple times. He, he's a fantastic guest. We've had him on a couple times. And what he does is he, he writes like graphic horror novels, but most of his stuff revolves around werewolves. Yeah. Oh, and, uh, cool. Yeah. So, he, I mean, it, very cool. We need to put you in touch with him. Yeah. You guys should definitely get him on your show. He's great to have on. He's going to be actually, um, he's a connection we have to do some investigations down there in Springfield area. But what I was going to tell you, um, do you ever listen? Have you ever heard of, um, scary stories told in the dark? Um, yeah, I saw the movie. Not well, the, not the a, movie. There's a podcast. It's not really a podcast. It's with Otis Jiry. And he reads, okay. these, he reads like horror, the old, the old horror, oh, they're the ones from the novels. Yes. Yeah, he yeah. reads the novels and he reads okay. like, he reads like stories. He'll do like a 30 minute story, two 30 minute stories. And it's actually really fucking cool. If you have time to, to sit around and listen to some, the ways he reads them, he's like, he's a classic, uh, you know, back in the day, people had to read things to make it. And he's, just, he's fucking awesome. <laughs> he, he's so young, Bill. <laughs> I remember being so poor, I had to read a TV guy. Yeah, I didn't have books or anything. I can't read very well anyway. So, but no, um, he, uh, you would, you would like that a lot, probably, if you have time to listen to podcasts or anything like that. Or yeah, it is really good. I, I was, I was talking to my buddies uh, a while back, and I think you and I, Jared, are probably the last generation who didn't have the internet in high school. No, no. I did not have the internet in high school. Um, you know, it was we funny. We vaguely had it. I remember, I remember when, so like, like I said, I, I'm, I'm a musician. I, I've played in numerous bands. And I, back in the mid-90s, I was playing in a band. And one of the, our guitar player was, he kind of considered himself an electronics geek. He really wasn't, but, you know. he uh, Whatever. I remember he got the first computer and he was like, dude, you got to check this out. It's a freaking internet, you know? And, and you know, it was all dial up, you know, and AOL. I, and I was, can remember being third year university, 1996. And a, uh, one of the professors wanted us to hand in our essays electronically. So that was when I first got an email address in 1996, just to get a paper as opposed to having to type it out. I remember yeah. being 14 years old, waiting 15 minutes for a picture of a naked chick to pop up. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. This Gerald and I remember. It. Now Gerald and 15 I. 15 minutes for other things to pop up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Ger- Gerald and I remember watching porn all. Yeah, yeah, with squiggly lines through it. See, I was hey, there's a nipple. Hey, I think there's I a saw nipple. a nipple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For me, it's like there's her forehead. That's definitely a forehead. And he's like, <laughs> so you could you could hear what's going on, but she was mutant green and sideways. Right. Right. <laughs> but, but yeah, some of the days. I'm glad I, I was watching because we, we, last time we veered off about music. And I watched these videos of people watching old tunes and old videos for the first time. Oh, oh yeah. reaction videos. Reaction, yeah. yeah, reaction videos. So there was a kid that was there was a kid in his early twenties or late teens watching Rush's video of subdivisions. And it shows the kids in the high school and they're getting their stuff ready when you and I and the guy goes, Nobody's looking at their cell phone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was just like <laughs> No, no shit, I was like, I remembered my locker combo, you know? Right, yeah. right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's crazy how, how yeah. much it changes. You know, and it's funny, you know, since we're on the subject of music, music is one, is one of the only things, well, I say the only thing, music and movies are one of the only things that, like, you can listen to a song that you heard when you were 15 years old, and it's going to take you back to that time. You know, it happens to me all the time because I still listen to a lot of the music I was listening to when I was 14, 15, 16 years old, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that music will ever change like that for me. Now, the new stuff that we're writing is a lot harder and heavier than what we were listening to back then. But all of us on the band, we still go back and we listen to the, you know, that old Megadeth and Slayer and create. You'll still have you, you know. you'll still have your la- your your uh, Black Sabbath. You'll still have yeah. your yeah. Priest. You'll still have your Iron Maiden. You know, like, oh, the same, yeah, for uh, sure. It's for the sure. same the same thing with movies too. You know, but what's crazy is what's what's like for me is that it's your guys' generation of music and mm-hmm. your guys' generation of movies that bring me back. Yeah, yeah. Even yeah. though you that, know. Go ahead. I, well, I could listen like the music that came out besides Metallica because mm-hmm. they had some stuff that came out when I was listening to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but like most of the music that like I sit and listen to, well, what was I jamming whenever you I pulled up? Yeah, to I, I mean house. he's listening to some Crocus from the eighties. You know, um, he probably wasn't even alive when that song was. <laughs> yeah, no, not when it came out. But um, no, but no, that, that could have been what got his parents going. Yeah, yeah exactly. maybe. But you see what I'm Screaming saying? Screaming in the night. Exactly. Heals of Jesus. But, uh, but, you know. Great song, by the way. That's what's crazy is that um, I don't listen to the music that came out whenever. Now, some of the metal stuff I do. Right. But it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't resonate. Me, yes. Right. It doesn't well, bring no, me back. No, it just, it yeah, doesn't it bring doesn't bring you back. back. Yeah. It doesn't bring you back yeah. to my, my teenage years because I really wasn't listening to that particularly to go back it's crazy yeah. it's just weird to me yeah now see i'm i'm all old school metal you know hardcore thrash metal stuff but i absolutely am in love with this new band called ginger fuck yeah, i dude. listen to them all the time ginger and they're a brand the new shit. band but man they are just freaking phenomenal the, 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 i think i've heard them the guy can really wail can't he? well it's a it's a it's female a, singer it's a, oh, it's a female that can wail. It's a female okay. singer should, yeah and they're phenomenal do yourself phenomenal. a favor all of the all of the members in the band were like had graduated you know from college with music theory and stuff so their music is Fucking. very it's not like 
chaotically intricate like dream theater or something like that no, it, it's dude. very very groove oriented but you can tell that they know what the hell they're doing they are fucking you know, the, ba- the whole they band. are phenomenal and the singer and her her voice Tatiana, is just oh dude she can go it, from singing and it doesn't like, hurt that she's absolutely gorgeous too she can go from singing like an angel and then fucking just i mean you know, just it you know if you're crazy. into that hardcore metal man gender but, but you gotta I mean, check them out have you ever seen uh, a band fronted by a woman that wasn't really good looking y- you don't see them N- not yeah, that i uh, care everybody's got their own taste but they're yeah, always I, mean, not, I, I don't mean, know janice really? chaplin wasn't all that good oh, no, no but i'm talking on the, on the metal side they're oh, always yeah, thin. yeah, yeah. i mean they're look at arch here. enemy uh angela goslow was absolutely gorgeous um tatiana. the tatiana uh, the girl from Endless Moment, she's very pretty. Uh, Evanescence, uh, Amy Lee, Amy Lee, yeah, yeah, very, very pretty. Um, there's you're actually, right, you're right. Well, yeah, they're always. I, go ahead, go, go ahead. ahead. No, well, you ever listen to symphonic metal? Honestly, if it's been out in the last 20 years, unless somebody brings it to me, I haven't heard it. Yeah, yeah. um, yeah. there's another band called Nightwish. Um, oh, Nightwish, I know, yeah. I like yeah. Nightwish. Yeah. Floor Jansen is a fucking phenom dude she's no oh, yeah but ginger i'm telling you right yeah now, you got to check them you out you have to it's, check them it's, out is it G- g-i-n-g-j-j-i-n-j-e-r oh j-i-n-j-e-r okay uh, tell you what listen to them live i want you to listen to a song called perennial okay live mm. she's in a gold suit gold ones like one piece Ryan, no. you, I you, want you to send me uh, through Messenger a link yeah. to that. I'll send you a link to the video. I tell you, you really want to see the range of this chick's voice. Listen to the song Judgment and Punishment. Yeah. Just, well, she I'll is you, all I'll send over you, the place. I'll send you a couple links to yeah. check out. She's all over I'll send the place. You a links. Phenomenal. Well, send, on, on Land of the Creeps, one of our listeners is in a band called Les Special. Okay. L E S P E C I L. And it's kind of a combination of metal. Um, prog rock and a little bit of uh, symphonic to it. Okay. And I'll, I'll send you these guys because let's special yeah, Luke, definitely. Beeman. Luke Beeman's in our group and he's really good. And like, as I said before, I don't get a lot of the newer stuff, but if something's new and it's good, I'll give it my full go. Yeah. So I'll, uh, I'll try and send you over some of our stuff. I play in a band called Lunatic and okay. we are a lot. You can tell when you listen to us, Pantera was our biggest influence. Okay. So, Domination. I remember about ten years ago, down our way, Anthrax came and played. Anthrax, our I local arena, parents, and it was. Um, it Did was you go the, see him? The second lead singer. Uh, uh, that was uh, Bush, uh, John Bush. Yeah. Uh, no, sorry. The the first guy had come back. Oh yeah, uh, that's uh, Joey Belladonna. Joey Belladonna had done, and when he said when he was singing "Cry for the Indians," holy oh, yeah. shit! Yeah. Oh. Dude, he has got a freaking phenomenal voice. Phenomenal yeah, voice. And, and you know who else's voice from the old school still holds up to this day? Some people don't like him, but Sebastian Bach's voice. Yes. Have you heard his new up. album? His new yeah. album's killer, dude. Killer. Well, I saw it's not really couple, all that new now. It's been out four or five years, probably. But. I saw him a couple years ago because he's from the area out here. Okay. And, and 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 but I mean he for a while he got a lot of flack for it but he played Broadway for a couple of years, yeah because he had that voice right oh, he's awesome right. man so um, he can he can I tell you, he, go ahead go ahead I was gonna say he can play 
you know, he'll he'll go back to some mid seventies uh, hardcore band, but then he can play the notes or he used to. Yeah, I tell you, whose voice was really held up, and I saw him just a few years ago. Freaking Bruce Dickinson from Iron Maiden. Oh, oh yeah, man. that guy yeah. can Bruce is still freaking wail, dude. Bruce, is was, it was funny. I was I was at my dude. I was at my buddy's house the other day. I'd taken um taken an edible, so I was kind of <laughs> nice <laughs> there. And we were talking about that, and we were saying both of us had seen Dickinson, and what's he now got to be in his mid sixties? Yeah, I think yeah. so. His so. voice still. Like, yeah, he knows how to train him. it. He knows how to because like, uh-huh. if you vo- if you if you sing from your throat like you and I do. Your yeah. voice is going to be done by the time right. you're. Yeah, he knows how to coat it with the honey and you know mm-hmm. that kind of. Oh, See, yeah. man, and that's you know Bruce. He's probably one of my favorite leads. Yeah, right? yeah. Uh, I saw them two years ago. Uh, they did that big uh, U.S. tour, and oh my god, dude! He, I it's funny because the first concert I ever went to was Iron Maiden somewhere in time. I was like 15 years old. I'd never been to a concert before, so pretty much ruined every other concert for me, you know, but, uh, then I saw them again, like, well, I'd seen them a few times, but I saw them for the last time a couple of years ago and he is still just a freaking madman. Yeah. I mean, he's all over the stage. He's in fucking awesome shape. Just screaming See, and that's yelling like, and singing his ass off, dude. That's the same thing. And that's the same thing when I, cause like I said, I told you last time I went and see Metallica 2017 Mm-hmm. in 2017 up at bush stadium in st louis and dude they're 60 and they fucking killed yeah, that james sounded bad at his yeah. voice i mean yeah i've seen some video from that and it, he sounded fucking amazing yeah. dude but, but you know what's funny is you go to a heavy metal show and anybody that gives you that oh the heavy metal guys are <clears throat> there are no kinder audience members oh, you're yeah, right you're except absolutely except, right. except for the dicks in the front that are giving you this yeah, yeah. But there even no you know, it's funny. Even those dicks in the front, <clears throat> if they see somebody go down, they're going to pick them up. You yeah, know? I mean, and and it's it's funny because you'll go to a show like that, that and it's not dicks, unusual. It's not unusual to see somebody in their seventies there, because if yeah. they turned in tune in on them when they were thirty, yeah, right, they're now seventy. Right? Yeah, I mean, if right. if you listen to Def Leppard in nineteen seventy seven and you were thirty. You're going to yeah. be 70, but you're still right. a fan as long as your ears can take it. Right. So there are some of the most – I remember going to see a Megadeth. I saw Megadeth and the Scorpions on the same show. Fuck yeah, Scorpions. And there were people there, Scorpions. I swear, they had canes, but they yeah. were there. Oh, yeah. You know, it was funny going to concerts when I was a kid because I saw all these bands as a kid, you know, Megadeth and Slayer and all these bands. And uh, I, I still go to their shows today, but it's funny. Now when I walk into their shows, well, now – I'm an old man, and most of the people in there all have gray hair just like I do. Yeah. <laughs> I would have loved to have been able to fucking see the big four. Yeah, that, that would have been, been killer. so badass, man. But I wasn't going to pay to fly to New York and yeah, you know, pay a 1000 bucks for a seat. It would have been badass. Do but it was, you, you saw them at uh, Iron Maiden a couple of years ago. They came around to Toronto, but for lawn seats at our outdoor stadium that they were playing – they were still a hundred bucks for lawn yeah. seats. It was back funny. in the. Uh, I I remember I remember it like it was yesterday. I paid sixty five bucks for my seats, and I was in the second row, the second section back. So I was essentially about 
somewhere between 15 and 20 rows from the stage and paid 65 bucks. See, and it was, was beautiful on- because I had a perfect view because where, where our amphitheater is, the row in front of me, you know, was like there was no seat right in front of me. The, yeah. the seat started like right next to me and went, went on. But then it was a walkway about, I don't know, six or eight feet across. You know, and then it went down from there. So, I mean, I had a perfect view of the whole show. When I did see Iron Maiden, I saw him about oh, 10 years ago. I was surprised how big Eddie is. Eddie is fucking yeah. huge. Yeah. He is he huge. Is. He is. See, you talk about prices, though. Like, I, my mom loves, and so do I, Stevie Nicks. Yeah. Love Stevie Nicks. And she was coming to St. Louis last year, and it was on my mom's birthday. I'm like, Fuck. Because we were only about an hour and a half away from St. Louis. Yeah. Um, so I went to look in it. I was going to get her some tickets to go because she's in love with uh, – just loves Stevie Nicks. And I was like, well, shit, dude. The, the lowest prices I could find for tickets for her was like 150 bucks. Yeah. And that was in the shit seats. <clears throat> yeah, it's funny. You talk about those prices. So I told you the first concert I ever went to was Iron Maiden. Uh, I paid $12.50 to see them. <laughs> And that was in 1985, 86. Um, When I saw them this last time, 65 bucks. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. No, but that's a a really good price. I thought, I mean, I don't blame Iron Maiden for making their money now because they would have paid a lot of small clubs and got ripped off by the owners. No. But so like the top and even the first hundred seats or whatever, they were going two hundred and something bucks. Yeah. Well, what the hell is what? Yeah. What did you pay to see Metallica? <laughs> well, I didn't pay shit. Well, <laughs> but my buddies bought it, bought me a ticket, but they were like 80, 85 bucks. Eighty five bucks. That was I, way up high. That wasn't for the you know. I've yeah. seen Metallica one time in my life, and I was sitting in the second row mezzanine, just to the right of the stage. I could, I could literally, I could have spit on them from where I was sitting. And I paid sixteen dollars and fifty cents. See, yeah, Volby. And that was during the uh, Injustice for All tour. That was the. That was just a. It was like six months after Cliff died. Okay. Yeah, that would have been awesome, dude. Yeah, I Volby opened. I I remember seeing um, ACDC from here to my wall, ten feet away. Yeah, I could see the sweat on Angus's neck as he's doing his thing. And I mean, I've been like that with Megadeth and Slayer. Angus Young to this day is the most favorite guitarist I've seen. Fuck there might yeah, be son. I've seen I've seen like Santana who's better technically. Dude, I would love to see Santana. I saw him. He was really good, but Angus for pure entertainment and ability and banging it out. You can't beat Angus. Yeah. yeah. Well, Dimebag was kind of like that. I too. was going to say I hate to tell you who my favorite was that I saw live and it was probably Dimebag. Fuck yes. Yeah, I saw him. I saw him with Damage Plan. Um, it was either two weeks or a month before he got killed on stage. They played St. Louis. They were at Pops. Fuck yeah, dude. And I was, sitting, I was about there. as far away as I am from that wall. I was probably because, about 20 feet away from him. Because, and, dude, he freaking puts on a hell of a shit. Or he did. When he got killed, it was at a small club, and a guy just shot him out of the crowd, didn't he? he came no, up. the guy climbed up on stage. And shot oh, him he? almost almost point blank. No, he, yeah, and what happened? Well, what happened was he got shot. He shot him in the head. And that's what killed him. Yeah. But what happened was, what a lot of people don't know, because they either don't follow the story, or whatever. But his 
um, guitar tech, Dimebag guitar tech, small guy, 160 pounds maybe, 135 pounds, walks up, runs up on stage and grabs the guy and gets shot like six times. He's still alive, but he gets shot like six times stopping this guy yeah. from shooting. Like he was so pissed. He grabbed this guy and the guy finished off his rounds inside of his guitar tech. And he's like, his guitar tech was telling a story, man. He's just like, I just, I seen the guy come up on stage. I see him pull the gun and he shoots and he hit diamond in the head. It killed him. And he runs up and just grabs us. Like, he's like, fuck you motherfucker. You know? Yeah. And then I don't know if there's a, the video of what happened. And here comes a cop dude. When the cop gets there, he's got a shotgun and he walks up onto the stage and a the cop, there's like, there's a guy where mm-hmm. you're at. And the cop kind of just leans behind the guy with a shotgun like this, standing up, leans to the side and goes, boom, this fucking blows the guy away. But it was so fucking crazy, and it sucks. I cried that. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it, it was, it was, it was a bad, bad deal, deal, man. Dimebag was the fucking man. Like, but yeah, I never got to see him play with Panthera. I never saw Panthera live. I see, I saw every member of the band in different bands, though. Yeah, <laughs> you know? but I never got to see them play together. Because Panthera did what their last show last year. Uh, well, it would have been because what his brother died. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, because Vinny, Vinny Paul died. Yeah, or old. two years ago. They, they played not that long ago. Uh, oh, that's right. Did they play with uh, they had different uh, – yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. guitar player. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, because Vinny Paul died two or three yeah, years ago. I know ago. what he's talking about because I was wondering that myself. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Vinny Paul, Vinny Paul was playing with uh, oh, the, the singer from Mudvayne. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. I got a piece of heart. Hell yeah. <laughs> Ryan's going to – Ryan's going to tinkle, but yeah, it's, uh, that's crazy. So you're in Ontario. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm about uh, half an hour to 45 minutes east of Toronto. Nice. Nice. So you guys still get these big concerts up there? Well, I mean, when, when, when they did, yeah. I mean, Toronto was the fourth largest city in North America. Might even be third Okay, so behind New York city and LA. So it has the facilities and it gets most of all the big shows. Just some people choose not to do with it because they don't want to deal with the border. Right. Right. Cause I, I was saying last time when I was on that I, I saw the final tour. Uh, my last concert before everything went to shit was Bob Seger's tour, his okay. final tour. But for years and years, he didn't come. He played Buffalo. He played Detroit, but he wouldn't go to, he wouldn't cross over the border. And I don't think I don't think there was an issue with him. My guess is there was somebody in his band that couldn't cross the border or Uh, something. Yeah, that that makes sense. Either that or he just couldn't be bothered because, like, why would you play? I mean, Detroit's your hometown. I get that, but why would you play Buffalo? Right. Why wouldn't you play? (laughs) Right. (laughs) So it may be you know because there's a lot of times that there's a border problem. You know, with yeah, you know, if somebody's got a. You know, a misdemeanor or a warrant or, you know. A case well, there's, the, there's the whole story. In, in, in my local uh, town that's about five minutes away, Oshawa, Ontario, in the late 70s, Keith Richard was dinged in the airport. Or I think he was in the airport with, uh, I don't know, was it heroin, something? And his we'll punishment, he didn't go to jail. He had to play a free concert. Oh, yeah. no had to play a free concert and they tried to go to toronto but maybe it was probably in a shopping mall too no <laughs> well no it was our local hockey arena so ah. i mean it's it seats 2500 people 3000 people they had the fucking rolling stones 
opening opened up by the new barbarians keith sideband and the blues brothers were the mcs oh shit <laughs> oh yeah. yeah see that's cool because like i know what in canada like you you can't even get across the border with if you have a felony right um I think it depends on the type, and I don't. I don't know to be. I've known. I know you can get a pardon after X amount of years. Yeah, because I um, I'm like I said, I'm a big MMA fan and done martial arts a lot, most a lot of my life. But um, uh, one of my favorite fighters is from Canada, GSP. Yeah, George St. Pierre is probably my all time favorite fighter. I love that dude. But uh, I was listening to a story, and um, Joe Rogan was talking about it. Um, and his buddy Eddie Bravo couldn't get across the border. Every time he would get detained because uh, he was a security guard and he got caught with a gun. He was, um, which it was, he was all legal. He was working private security, and uh, but he had a gun and uh, coming across there, so they stopped him. And he was, he it's now it's like, like cut tooth and nails to get him across the border yeah, in there for yeah. fights because he's a he's a jujitsu expert too. He's like one of the best in the world. Well, what you do is you hide them on the bus on the bottom with the uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> him with the luggage. <laughs> Hell yeah! Hey, you know it's funny. I just heard a story about how there was, uh, and I, I'm just going to say it because we can say anything we want here. Damn it! Um, I just I just heard a story about there was a group that used midget assassins, and what they would do <laughs> is they would put these guys in suitcases. And put them in like, uh, I'm sorry, they weren't really assassins. They were more thieves. But they would put these <laughs> midgets in suitcases and like board a bus and put the suitcases into the cargo area. And the midgets would get out of the car, uh, get out of the suitcase and rob the suitcases <laughs> and then get back in their own suitcase. And whenever they got to their destination, whoever was with them would just grab the suitcase and walk and, away. And, there, and there were a lot of middle-aged women without their bras, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and underwear. <laughs> hey, you know what? You know why women love uh, small people? Why? Because when you're nose to nose, their toes are in it. And when you're toes to toes, their nose is in it. <laughs> What's that other I'm one? horrible. Sorry. What's that other one? There's there's another one I heard the other day. It said, uh, "If a midget if a midget sniffs a woman, and says your hair smells good, is that a sexual harassment?" <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna get kicked out of here. We're gonna have to delete the or we're gonna have to make this a side note on the last 25 30 minutes of the show. <laughs> but I mean, this brings it all back together to the movies because one of my favorite all time movies is This Is Spinal Tap. Yeah. Oh, and there's that scene where they're underneath the stage and they can't find the door to get back up. <laughs> and, and Muddy Waters plays one of the custodians. And he's like, you know, you take this turn and you take that turn, you take that turn, and then you make a right. And then you... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's Hello, Cleveland! Hello, Cleveland! That's how I oh, feel yeah. freaking working at FedEx, man. Yeah. People are always like, yeah, go down the road. You see a tree on the left-hand side. It's got a fork in it. There's a little birdhouse up there. Make a ride of the tree. <laughs> like, <it's> like, <laughs> well, you know, we do live in the country. But so, anyways, so, I was going to say, so let's, let's kind of bring this around. And, and let me ask you this. What movie from this past year did you enjoy the most watching? It's not necessarily your favorite movie, but what yeah. did you just enjoy the most? You know, there's a – see, I've got, I've got a few – that, uh, you know, like we talked about Uncle Peckerhead a while ago, I, I thoroughly enjoyed that movie. I had fun watching it. Um, there was a movie that came out 
uh, last year uh, called We Summon the Darkness. Yeah, that's a good one. And I don't know if you've seen that or not. But I haven't basic, seen that. It, it kind of revolves around music a little bit. Um, basically, these people go to a heavy metal concert, and as they leave, they meet these three girls, or four girls, uh, and they talk these two these three guys into coming back to their house with them. Well, these four girls are actually like they're killers and they're like, you know, hail Satan kind of killers, you know, yeah. <laughs> uh, very cool movie. It's called we summon the darkness. Um, and it was just a fun watch. I mean, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. There's a lot of good blood in it and a lot of what the fuck just happened, you know, yeah. but, uh, you know, pretty girls and, you know, stupid metal heads. It kind of reminds you know. me of that movie babysitter, the babysitter. Oh, the babysitter. Have you seen both of those movies? I enjoyed the first one. I didn't care for the second one. The second one, it was okay, but the first one was just yeah, she's fantastic. Like, <laughs> you know, like, what the fuck? But uh, and the chicken that was just smoking on. For me, I would have to say um, Peninsula. See, I, I still need that. to see that. I, that's one I want to see this week. I would definitely watch it. Peninsula is good. Peninsula. Um, I mean, that, that's the uh, that's the train to Busan. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, what? Train to Busan. It's like a part. It's not. It's kind of like a part two, I guess you'd say, or a sequel. Oh shit! I it's, love the train. It's, to I think Busan. it's called Train to Busan Peninsula. Yes, that's the, that's yeah. the name of it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's hell. It's, I don't like, even know how to spell here. You'll Peninsula. see. It comes up as Peninsula on the thing um, on the fire stick. There are a few that I wanted to get your thoughts on, Bill. Okay. Yep. What did you think of the hunt? That's a fun film. That's a really fun film. And and I know that uh, Mr. Trump didn't care for it and he banned it for a while. But it's funny because it makes fun of left wing as much as it does right wing. A hundred percent. Yes. It makes fun of everybody. Yeah. And it's a and it's got a neat little twist at the end. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. I love that movie. Um, I thought it was great. You know, you talk fun. about big star power. You know, you've got, you know, Emma Roberts on there, of course. And you really don't expect that to happen. I don't want to get into it because people that yep. haven't seen it. But a very fun movie to Hillary watch. Swank. You know, Frank. Hillary Swank. That, that's a that's uh, a serious contender for my top ten of the year. The that's a great movie. Oh yeah, great definitely, movie. definitely. Um, and then the main the main star of that, uh, Betty Galpin. Uh, the first time I saw her, she did, and I don't know if you've watched this, but there is a, sh there, well, there was a show on Netflix called glow. Have it, oh, is that, is that the drug one? No, no, no. That's all about wrestling glow. Oh, is oh, gorgeous glow. ladies of wrestling. Oh, I thought you said blow. No, no, no glow. Okay. Um, and she was one of the main actresses in that. She was one of the wrestlers, uh, and then when I saw she was in this movie, I'm like, oh, I got to watch that. You That's know? good. It's definitely Yeah. Movie. Cool movie. And then you, you kind of touched on this the last time we, we talked, and I have not gotten a chance, honestly, because I forgot about it. You had yeah. talked about Gretel and Hansel. Gretel and Hansel. That's a, it's an interesting – it's basically a retelling of the story, but it's, a, it's, it's, it's dark. It's a dark fairy tale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, one of those Grimm's fairy tales. Now, I did see one the other night that's on Netflix that anybody can see if you play. It's called The Platform. The Platform. Okay, I have seen that, but I haven't bothered to watch it yet. It's a, it's a Spanish film, but they dub it. So you can watch. I, I would have preferred okay. the original with the subs, but they dubbed it. 
But the theory, I see, I went in blind. I knew nothing about it. Right. And what it's about is people are in this jail that's 200 and something levels high. And there's a a hole in the middle, or not a hole, it's a a rectangular uh, opening through the entire jail. And on level one, it's a whole platter of food. And it goes down subsequently. And you only get X amount of time to eat. And if you're below a certain level, you have to hope that people have left food for you the further ah, down. I gotcha. So it's, it's a bit of a survival film. It's a bit of a, what would you do in this situation? And every month they switch up your level. So okay. you might be on level two where you got a whole smorgasbord full, or you might be on level 178 where you're fucked and you have to kill the person in your cell. So they survive. Yeah. It's kind of a neat, you know, I wouldn't say Dude, it's I'm going to have to check that out. It, I wouldn't say it's the greatest film, but it certainly is interesting. You know, uh, we talked about this, and I don't know if you've had a chance to watch it, that 32 Malasagna Street. I uh, know, and because it's uh, in the States for you guys, it's on Shudder. Yes, I don't have it Shudder. is. We have Shudder. I don't have Shudder, so I have okay. to look around for it. I got you. I got you. Yeah. yeah, it popped up again today, and it reminded me about it. Yeah, um, somebody had watched it in our group, yeah. Yeah, and that was a Spanish film, and it was very good, very good. It was subtitled, though. The other one I saw this week that uh, I don't know if you have anything for Jackson. Uh, I have seen that pop up, and I've heard it's really good, but I haven't watched it yet. I, I won't. Not bad. It's a, a supernaturalish, so you probably up your guy's alley. Okay, okay. Yeah, we'll probably but, like that. And you've seen Unhinged? I have not watched that. I think yes, you watched I that, watched didn't it. you? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's 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 a good. If you've seen if you've seen the one a few years back with Michael uh, Douglas, mm-hmm. where he kind of loses it. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was. Uh... Oh shit! I forget. I forget that one. But it's it's uh, kind of of that ilk. Something it's falling down. Falling, falling down. down. Is what the, yeah, it's, what it's that of was. that ilk. It's yeah, worth it. And of course, know. of course, Hunter Hunter. Yeah. That's all my cue. I got my cue. Uh, have you uh, have you gotten a chance to watch? Uh, you should have left with Kevin Bacon. No, is it good? It is very good. It's one of those. Uh, it, there's a little bit of horror to it, but it's a, it's one of those mindfuck movies. So it's, um, is it more thriller? It, uh, it is. It is. Um, basically, they've moved into a house and they think the hot house is haunted. But it, yeah, it's. It's very good. Very good. Somebody had brought it up. We were doing a live show and somebody had brought that up and I ended up watching it and I was pretty impressed with it. Yeah, it's cool because like, uh, there's like a- it's uh, Kevin Bacon and that Amanda Seafried. Okay. Uh, yeah. Very very good yeah. movie. There's a- the, the one I brought, I was going to say the one I brought up last time was The Wolf of Snow Hollow. Yeah. See, man, I'm telling you, you need to hook up. We're going we're gonna to get you hooked up with uh, DB because... Uh, or DA, I'm sorry, with DA, because he freaking, you'll love his books, and he's a great guest to talk about, especially stuff like that, werewolves and things like that. Yeah, and he's our age, Bill. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know. And, and, and the, the, other one, the other one you've never brought up is Yummy. Uh, you know, I did watch that. Um, there's a, you know, there's a, you know, a burning scene. Th- yes. Yes. That's the best way to put it. Yes. <laughs> um, it's like a nitrogen kind of, yeah. There's if you've some ever parts- woken up, 
If you've ever woken up the next morning and there's a bit of a burning sensation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and then this is kind of kind of a little little off, not really horror-related, but can be considered, I guess. Uh, there's a movie called The Old Guard uh, with the Charlize old- Theron. That's not really horror. What are you talking about? It, it kind of is, if you know the story behind it. I love that it, movie. It's, it's more action than horror, but okay. there's, there's a... Uh, there's a twist to it, and in the twist, they tell you really early in the movie. So it's uh, it's pretty good. I like it. Pretty damn now, good. One of the movies you talked about on your preview for 2021 that I've seen is Spell. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I have seen Spell, and Ooh. that's an in, that's. It was on the verge of my top ten. I I think it, for no me it kidding. Fell, for yeah, me, it awesome. fell off in the last 15 minutes or so. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. it's it does have that creepiness you guys were talking about the the voodoo ish the dolls the mm-hmm. down south yeah. Uh, yeah you know the Appalachia mountain like that kind of okay yeah and one right. more one more I'll bring attention to your audience that I really liked is called After Midnight and and After Midnight is directed and stars Jeremy Gardner okay if, if you know who he why is. does that and, name sound familiar uh, he was in the Battery. It's in Bliss. Oh, okay, okay. I got and it. it's also got Brie Grant, who who was in Dexter, and she she's done a bunch. It's it starts off, and you watch it, and you don't think there's much horror. It's a guy whose girlfriend has left him. Uh, he's got an abandoned house, and some kind of monster is attacking the house at night. And it's more about the relationship in him and why he fucked up. But every once in a while, this little monster comes. Then you're thinking, no, 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 this isn't a horror film. And then right at the end, boom. It's worth sticking around till the end for. Uh, oh, dude, what was that movie with Kevin Durant? Uh, I want to say it comes at night, but that's not it. Uh, There's a movie. The end of that. Yeah, there is a movie called called it comes at night kevin durand i don't know if you know uh did you ever watch that series the strain no but i know of it okay well kevin durand was one of the main characters have you seen legion uh yes yeah yeah uh he did a movie it came out in 2015 uh dark was the night and it was uh it was pretty creepy pretty uh creepy and trippy it was kind of like what you're describing with this after midnight it was kind of a similar thing it was a creature feature but you don't really see the creatures until close to the end of the movie okay you know it's just uh on the edge of your seat kind of thing it was called dark was the night but like i said that was a i'm sorry it came out in 2014 and then one i saw the other night was called from 2020 alone oh yeah alone yes Have you uh, seen that? Was that Japanese or something? Yeah. I no, watched... the, no. This is one is a woman driving her car. Yeah. Oh no, a, no, no, no. Oh, I was thinking of Alive. Oh, Alive, I've seen too. Yeah, but yeah, it's not a yeah. bad film. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But Alone is a woman driving her car at night, and she runs into the same guy a couple times, and he kidnaps her. Mm. Thanks for the and, ride. <laughs> nice. And, and 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 she's in this abandoned, not abandoned, a, a rural cabin in the woods and it's her fight for survival and the trip out it's okay it's nice. not it's not not a bad watch 
Man, you got all kinds of right on, right on. Last last year, last year when I made my list for 2019, I'd watched over 100 films from that year. Wow. Yeah. See, my problem is is finding the time right now. Yeah. Well, that's it. Well, he's a he's in you know shelter at home here. You know, so yeah, I got. But but I mean, once my daughter goes to bed by seven o'clock, yeah, my wife knows from seven till ten. Yeah. 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 Right on, man. Right on. I I, I will sacrifice my basic human needs to watch movies. Nice. (laughs) Nice. Just keep you an empty bottle beside the couch so you can see. Yeah, that's pretty much it. (laughs) (laughs) Right on, right on, man. I was going to say, I I refuse to pee because I want to see the end of the film. So hurry up. Come on, hurry up. Hurry up. Come on, get to the point. (laughs) Yeah. Nice. Well, Bill, we've had a blast as usual. Well, you know, yeah. uh, we really we'll come back on for something. On. And and at Phantom Galaxy, we look forward to having you on in a couple of weeks. Awesome, awesome yeah. Brother. Uh, we will exchange some pleasantries and uh, make that happen. Especially so everybody listen to, like this, you know. I was going to uh, say, so everybody listen to Land of the Creeps and listen to Phantom Galaxy, and we'll promote. We always promote you guys on our site. So it's all awesome. one big happy horror family. And we're yeah, trying yeah. to do the same with you. Uh, yep, how can absolutely. they find you guys though they can find me at land of the creeps land of the creeps dot blogspot dot com okay phantom galaxy dot pod bean dot pod beam sorry bean as in yep. i'm eating a bean phantom galaxy dot pod dot com uh, i'm on letterboxd i'm on facebook i'm not tough to find i'll get to you eventually if you contact me hell right yeah on, brother right hell on yeah. Let's get there, on everybody those- if they're on those oh. servers, you guys can find them on any podcast yes. app. Spotify, Apple, Google, Player yeah. FM, iHeartRadio, wherever you can get a, uh, a podcast, you can find us. And our tagline is keeping horror alive, uh, keeping horror alive one movie at a time. Nice, right. nice. Right. Well, Bill, we appreciate you being on, bud. Yep. yep. We'll, I'll see you anytime you want me. All right. Right on, We're going to make that happen. Thanks, Bill. Okay, Let okay. me know what you think about Ginger. I sent you those links. Yeah, I, I saw the links cup already, so I'm going to go upstairs, give my wife a kiss, and listen to Ginger. Oh, nice. Yeah. Right on, All right. <laughs> See you, man. Talk to, talk to you guys later. Later, bro.